Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Creative Cast. I'm Tammy Munson. I am so, so happy to be back with you today. We were gone last week, obviously, thanks to a little RSS feed problem. We are back. It's working. I'm not really sure what happened, but you know what? It's working, and that's all that matters. I hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend. We certainly did. It was just, it was just a lot of fun. And yeah, so we have a lot to talk about today. So we're going to be talking about how to find ideas for other podcast episodes. What are some of the things that I do to find ideas for podcast episodes? And then we're also going to talk about the issues surrounding Audacity lately, as well as the big announcement on Instagram. So let's just jump right in. Okay, you've been doing your podcasts for a while, and then all of a sudden you find yourself struggling with with trying to come up with ideas for your podcast. Where do you go? What do you do if you're stuck? Well, the first thing I always suggest is just to sit down and brainstorm with some of your ideas. Spend some focused time thinking and writing down every possible idea that you can imagine. Ask yourself some questions like these. Let's say you're talking about special needs kids. When you were first starting out on this journey, what were some of the things that you wanted to know about that you didn't already know? What were some of the things that you had to learn the hard way that you can help other people learn about? What kinds of things is nobody really saying in that space? What can you cover has a little bit different angle than someone else? I'm always big about telling your story and crafting your episodes that tell a story because that's what makes it interesting, right? So how can you take a topic and craft it in a different way that tells that story a little bit differently? Can you interview someone or invite a guest co-host to talk with you about a particular topic? You may not have all the expertise about it, but maybe there's someone in that space that is bring them on the show. That would be a great episode. Or what has maybe been referenced superficially, but really needs a deeper dive on it. Now, some of the tools that I use for brainstorming, well, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of ClickUp. I've talked about it numerous times. Again, ClickUp is my number one go-to for brainstorming. In each task, they have a, a section that includes a mind map. Now, there's other tools available. There's Mind42, there's MindMeister, and of course, there's always the good old standby pen and paper. You could use a Google Doc. You could do notes on your phone. I do that a lot, especially if I'm out and about and something kind of pops in my head or I hear somebody talking about something. I'll do that. Of course, you can always open up Word or Pages and start a list there. The next thing I usually do is look for questions that I can answer. Now, I get a lot of questions via email and in direct message about particular topics like which editing software should I have? What mic should I buy? Do I need a pop filter? Where do I start? All those kinds of things. And if you're looking where to start, go to my website and download the six steps to launching your podcast. That's exactly where you're going to find that. But there's other places you can also look. You could do a Twitter search. You can look on Reddit. You can go to YouTube and look for videos about your topic. See what kind of videos out there. And then also look at the comments in those videos. What kinds of questions are people asking for more information on? Of course, you can always go through Facebook pages and Facebook groups. 
other forums that you have access to. And even go look in, I go to look in Pinterest. What are, what kind of podcast things are people looking for or asking questions on? What are other podcasters talking about that maybe I want to cover? I want to do it in a different way. The other thing I urge you to do is go to your audience, go to your community and ask them directly what they want to know. You could do it in a post. You can send an email out. You could ask them on your podcast. You could also even include this in your stories on Instagram. Ask them what they want to know about. Ask them what do they love about that particular topic. Or maybe even what do they hate about it. And even if you don't have an audience yet or you're just getting started and you don't have a community to build or a community that's built, you can of course ask these questions in an appropriate niche community. Or just simply ask a friend and say, hey, if you were interested in X, what kind of things would you want to know about? The other thing is you can also look for inspiration in other places. Like I said, you can go on Pinterest, you can look and see, you know, what kinds of things are on Pinterest when it comes to your topic. I do it all the time for, for podcast episodes, for content that I'm going to make for social, for future offers and services and programs, and even framework. What kind of things are people talking about? What kind of things do people want to know about? Of course, look through different news items that pertain to your industry. You can look at books. Movies, television shows, presentations, and even messaging from other influencers or achievers in your social media space. Because things happen all the time in industry. And they could be minor, they could be local things, or they could be major breaking news. And of course, there's all kinds of major breaking news these days, right? Not necessarily about our topics, but there's always something that's happening that you could probably find an angle on. For example, if you're in the podcasting space, which you guys are since you're listening to the show, and I thank you for listening. But for example, there's two main things right now that people are talking about, especially podcasters. One is the recent news about Audacity. And then of course, the other is Instagram. So what's the deal with Audacity? Well, Audacity for years and years and years, as long as it's been around, has been open source and free. Now, while it's still free, Audacity was recently bought by Muse. And once they did that, they there's like there's a, a message that comes up about the privacy policy. So a lot of people are talking about that. Audacity has never asked for that before. Well, no, because they were open source. But now it's a little bit different. I wouldn't worry about this, quite honestly. The privacy policy is just like anything else that you sign up. Facebook, Instagram. All of that has a privacy policy. So it's only affecting new users, from my understanding. But honestly, it's really not a big deal about that. If you didn't like that and you wanted to move away to something else, or you're just ready to kind of upgrade to a nicer, more advanced system, GarageBand is still free, still comes with Mac. So if you have a Mac, you don't really need to worry about Audacity. But there's also Reaper, Hindenburg, Pro Tools, Logic Pro. I mean, there's lots of other editing software that's out there. Or if you don't want to do editing, you can always hire an editor and let them worry about that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Instagram because a lot of people are very upset. They're freaking out. I got a lot of messages over the last few days about Instagram not being a photo sharing app anymore. Or at least that's not the priority of it. So if you didn't hear, Adam Mosseri, 
who's the head of Instagram, recently announced that the app is pivoting away from primarily being a photo sharing app and that instead they're going to enhance the features in several areas for creators, video shopping, and messaging. So first of all, I don't want anybody to panic. There's no reason to panic. There's no reason to freak out. In my opinion, it's Instagram that's freaking out a little bit, feeling that they need to compete with YouTube and TikTok. Now, video and audio has been king of the content space for quite a while now, especially when Google changed its algorithm to give the priority to audio and video. That's how most people are consuming content these days. Because if you notice that if you go and to Google and search for anything, the first two things that are going to pop up is either going to be a video that pertains to that topic or a podcast that pertains to that topic or that search term that you're looking for. I'm not a big fan of doing video. I just don't like doing video. I'm an audio girl. (laughs) And I have been planning on doing more reels and stories and things like that. And it wasn't in a reaction to this announcement. We were working on this. It just kind of happened at the same time. But even with this announcement, I'm not planning to go nuts with a thousand videos on Instagram, a thousand reels or stories or, or whatever. And I'm definitely not joining TikTok. It's not my jam. I'm not a big fan of it. Do I find them funny? Absolutely. Do I go watch my friend Ashley's TikTok videos? Yes, because she's hilarious. And if you missed Ashley's interview, we interviewed her last week, episode 13, so go back and take a listen to that, and I'll put that in the show notes for you. Because as I've said before, you need to be where your audience is. If your audience is on Instagram, great. If your audience is on TikTok, fine. YouTube, LinkedIn, Pinterest, wherever you choose to be, you don't have to be in all the places just because social media dictates that. And this leads me to my second point. And if you are a past client or a current client, you probably have heard me say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I know it's an old saying and all that kind of stuff. I think my grandmother told me that when I was a little girl. We've all heard it from our parents or grandparents. But it's true. You need to diversify on how you market your business. It's okay to have space on on various platforms, but you need to have at least one space that you own 100%, you have all rights to content, and that you can completely control that. Because if social media goes down tomorrow morning, it all goes away, and there's no Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff, how will you communicate with your audience? How will you sell your products? Things like that. That's why I never recommend to clients to only use their Apple Podcasts page or their Spotify page for their podcasts. It needs to have a home outside of that. Because something happens, you could still produce your show. Even if Apple Podcasts go down, whatever your, your host is likely still going to be there. But like I said, you need to have something that you and you alone can control. That you have 100% control over it. Whether that's an email list, a website, a podcast, something. That no matter what happened, you can still communicate with your audience. We're going to continue talking about this. I'm sure this is going to be a topic of conversation for several weeks, if not months. So stay tuned for future stuff on that. But I'm super excited because next week we're going to continue our conversation about social media. And we're going to be talking to my friend and marketing extraordinaire, 
Melody Balot. And in full disclosure, Melody helps me with my social media and some of my marketing as well. And we're going to be talking about social media, some tips for podcasters, common mistakes that she sees, recommendations, and we're going to take a deeper dive further into tactics that we as podcasters can use without putting all of our eggs into that social media basket. I'm super excited about that, and that will be next Monday. Now, ladies, I believe in you. Y'all are my heroes. I say it all the time, and it's totally true. I believe experience, production fatigue, and intimidating tech shouldn't hold you back. You can do it. So let's walk through this journey together to spend less time worrying about the details and more time creating and spreading your message. I hope that you have a great week, and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye, y'all.